A big part of my motivation to record these videos, to share my message, to continue doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, to write books, to make online courses and other products, a huge part of my motivation is trying to help people, maybe people like you, to avoid my mistakes, <laughs> to not mess up in the ways that I've messed up in my life, to avoid some of the pain and hardships that I've had to endure in my life because I made certain mistakes. And I think I've been fairly effective at sharing that message. However, I think sometimes it's even more effective if I can share the lessons from other people, other retroactive jealousy sufferers, other jealousy sufferers, share some of the mistakes and lessons that others have made in the hope that maybe this will inspire you to not make those mistakes yourself. In today's video, I'm gonna share one particularly painful lesson that at least one jealousy sufferer is currently learning. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, overcome obsessive jealousy, and often save their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or you'd like more information about my products and services, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. I received a comment on a YouTube video I did recently on resisting the impulse to control other people, to control your partner, which was really directed at people struggling with intense, shall we say, more contemporary-based jealousy. I'm gonna put the comment up on the screen, but I'll also read it for you. So this commenter, I won't mention uh, her name, but the commenter writes, quote, I recently ended a six-year marriage because I couldn't stand being under his thumb. Week by week, my world got smaller and smaller. I was sure that in time, once he saw me for who I am, realized I'm a person of integrity, he'd relax and learn to trust me. Sometimes he'd overtly try to control me, and other times he'd be sly and subtle about it. It left me feeling anxious all the time, avoiding any situation that may trigger him, which turned out to be a lot of situations. He was incredibly possessive and intensely slash irrationally jealous. Ultimately, this behavior exhausted and saddened me. So a few days ago, I finally gave up and called it quits. I feel like I broke free from some kind of prison. I still love him and always will but I couldn't deal with his suspicion and accusations any longer. I'm sharing this as a comment here because if other people struggling with needing to control their partner read this, I want to attest to everything you've said in this video. People who try to control their partners because they're afraid of losing them will most certainly lose them. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy." End quote. So this is a woman reeling from the end of a six-year marriage because of irrational jealousy, it sounds like. I don't know this person personally, I'm just reading a comment, same as you. But this really, you know, I get these comments and these emails and this kind of thing all the time. I mean, frequently, uh, often the partners of, in particular, retroactive jealousy sufferers will write to me these heartbreaking emails asking for help and I do what I can, but frequently, by the time these people are reaching out to me, it's already too late. The damage has already been done. And often these people have already left their partners. They haven't actually packed their things, but mentally they are just gone. They've checked out of the relationship because too much damage has been done. And once you hit that breaking point, there's no coming back from it. I always cite this line from the American songwriter Lyle Lovett in his song, She's Already Made Up Her Mind. And the one line that I think about all the time is, there's nothing as unwavering as a woman when she's already made up her mind. And frankly, I think the same can be true for men as well. Once we hit that breaking point of enough is enough, I can't live like this anymore, there is rarely any coming back from it. So I'm sharing this message about the dangers of irrational jealousy, about the dangers of retroactive jealousy, because I don't want you to get to that point in your own relationship. 
I don't want to be getting an email from you in a week or two or a month from now saying, Zach, my wife is threatening to leave me. What do I do? Or she's already packed her things. She's already out the door. She can't take it anymore. I don't want you to end up in this position because it isn't pretty. And I'll get emails from these people asking me, you know, help me get my ex back. And frequently, there's not much I can do because once the person's made that decision, that is it. I also wanted to share this because I think that human beings in general, but in particular, people struggling with some kind of irrational jealousy, whether it's more contemporary-based irrational jealousy or more retroactive jealousy, frequently, we think we have more time than we actually do. You know, we, we lash out at our partner or try to control them, or maybe we make mean comments about their past. In the back of our heads, we're just kind of thinking, oh, she, you know, she'll continue to take this, or oh, he'll continue to put up with my possessiveness a little while longer. I've got more time. I'm not saying this is conscious. I think it's in the back of the mind, this sort of self-assured air that our partner will continue to put up with anything we keep throwing at them, which is simply not true. If you have a partner with self-respect, and frankly, I hope you do have a partner with self-respect, the same as you. If you have a partner with any degree of self-respect, they will not put up with this kind of abuse, these attempts to control, this insane possessiveness very long. And I've got the emails to prove it. This comment is one of dozens, dozens and dozens that I've received over the years from partners in a similar position where they hit that breaking point where it's like enough is enough. At the same time, regardless of how your relationship ends, because every relationship does end, people die, people get sick, things happen. Even if you don't necessarily break up, you know, there will be some end to this relationship someday. Regardless of how your relationship ends, is this how you want to spend your time? Do you want the person you love to feel anxious all the time like this woman did in this comment that she wrote? And do you want to look back on your relationship in five years, 10 years, 25 years, and regret all kinds of time wasted? I look back on one relationship in particular in my life, and that is the regret, time wasted. Lessons learned, absolutely, which continue to serve me to this day, which I'm very grateful for. But at the end of the day, I look back at all the stuff that I was worried about and fretting about this and obsessed with this and all this nonsense. And at the end of the day, here I am years later, I can't get those days back. I will never be 20 years old ever again. I could live to be 100, I'll never be 20 again. Those days are gone. That particular beautiful period in my life is over. Those days will never be repeated. And all that's left is time wasted. And I don't want that for you. I don't want you to look back 5, 10, 20, 25 years thinking about wasted time thinking about nights when you could have been enjoying laughing with your partner instead of lashing out at them for no reason. So I hope this video serves as a bit of a wake-up call to those of you in my audience who might need to hear it, who might need to realize that your partner will hit that breaking point if you continue to lash out at them, if you continue to abuse them. I realize not all of you are doing that, but many of you are because I have your emails too. And many of the people who are lashing out at their partners, abusing them in various ways, I know that most of you, I think, want to stop. Most of you realize this is a problem. Most of you realize this isn't healthy. But again, I think you think you have more time than you actually do. You know, everyone hits that breaking point. I'm sure your partner will too. So try to get a handle on your problem before it's too late, before it ends up costing you your relationship, your marriage, your children. I mean, who knows? I'm not trying to say that my work is the only way out. Obviously, I stand behind my work, but if you find something else that works, great, God bless, whatever works. The point is simply to acknowledge that you have this problem and get to work towards solving it before it's too late.
Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.